In this episode, we take a look at how the literary archetype of the hero's journey can be used in your own life. We break down the steps of the journey, talk about the concept of the heroine's journey, and discuss how our brains are wired for stories. What step of the journey are you currently on? Let's talk about what intuition really is. Let's look at all the places intuition and ego show up in your life. Let's share honestly. Let's do the research. I'm Jamie Hayhurst. I'm Heather Wood. This This is the Intuitive Intuitive Girls Guide. Hey, Jay. Hey. We like palleted well. (laughs) Yeah, not on purpose, but yeah. So if you end up watching us on YouTube (laughs) where we coordinate, you look like like a sexy businesswoman today. Um, My daughter said I look like a corporate Jesus (laughs) because I have Birkenstocks on with with this blazer. Whatever the term for it, you look fabulous. So let's not worry about hashtag corporate Jesus. Hashtag corporate Jesus. Yeah, let's see if we can start that hashtag. It would be strange connected to our podcast, probably. It would but... be <laughs> but today we're going to talk about the hero's journey and yes. going on your own hero's journey. Mm-hmm. We're going to describe what it is, but we're really going to focus on why you should be applying it to your own life. Yep. I love this stuff. Yeah, I must have shit, and then I, for some reason, like, was like, no, don't swear. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot about it um, on social media lately, actually, which you used to only see in like self help books. Yes, and I, I would, I'm gonna claim, like, years ago, mm-hmm. promoting this and teaching it to people in this way. So yeah, I can confirm that <laughs> it's been around. Yes, it's something that I apply when I'm speaking to someone or listening to someone tell their story, like especially if you're you're stuck somewhere, like right. trying to get something to happen and you, you yeah. can't figure out why, if you look where you are in the steps of the hero's journey and like, what's the next step? What step, what step am I stuck on? It's, it's going to Or happen. like, how much further do I have to go until I can get through this? That's how I see it. <laughs> or that. <laughs> how much longer until I get the return home, cross the threshold, final steps? Yes. So I can yes. start this cycle again. Exactly. So if you don't know what it is, the hero's journey is a literary archetype. Right. And it mimics real life. The reason it's such an effective archetype in movies and books and TV shows is that it connects to your humanity. Like right. you recognize it as something that you connect to. Yeah, like we all go through it even without knowing it. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So the title and the actual steps was created for mythology at first, right? but it's used everywhere. Um, Joseph Campbell is the father of mm-hmm. it. Right. You know, there's always a father. Yep. Yeah. So he was, he's a writer mm-hmm. and he wrote a book called the hero's journey, which describes all of this, but he right. also coined it to use in the mythology that he was writing. Right. And this was like in the 1940s. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I just want to remind everybody what mythology actually is. Yes, please do that. Because it's witchcraft. It's witchy stories. Yes. So anytime you hear the term mythology, you're talking about stories that come from pagan times. And right. it's also just like another term for a fairy tale. Really. Right. So yep. all the same. Yeah. Now, there's a reason that mythology follows this hero's journey, which you can look up a graphic of it. It's usually depicted as a circle. circle yeah. Right. It's like, because you come full circle at the end. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 
so if you if you look at that there's a reason all of that followed it and it's because it's what your journey in life is like exactly you go through many hero journeys right okay now it needs updating mm -hmm. I'm not trying to make excuses you know I would never make excuses for misogyny and privilege no I'm not about that we're no, gonna talk here. about it in no. a second no but this was written in the 40s yep so it's I think we need to recognize that there's misogyny and privilege at play and we're going to talk about it. But I would also like to say sometimes you have to look at the era you're in right. to understand why it might be framed that way. Right. Like when people will talk about TV shows like Friends or whatever, having like, you know, being like blind oh, to misogyny right. yeah. and privilege. Right. And, you know, like all of that is an important conversation that we do need to talk about and right. do need to recognize. But there also has to be some like identification of the reflection of the era. Yeah, like the the, fr the frame of reference of when it was made is different than what it yes. is now. Perfect way to say it, right. exactly right. Okay, so in the steps of the hero's journey, when I take you through it, mm -hmm. you're going to hear terms and we're gonna talk about it where we're, we're both gonna be kind of like, eh, men. Yeah. yeah, all right. It was written for men. Uh, right, in the 40s, of course. Or just forever, for right. everything. Right. <laughs> so there is misogyny and privilege. There are lots of different opinions on how it should be updated. Mm -hmm. So you can find stuff on the heroine's journey. Yep. That was something you mentioned when we talked about this mm -hmm. episode. There are so many different versions of it. Right. There's also a lot of different versions of the hero's journey. We're going to talk about Joseph Campbell's, the one yep. who created it. But there's so many different like side things and there's so many different opinions on the heroine's journey of what it should be instead yep so i wanted to kind of in general look at it yeah i mean and i would just see the way i see it is i just see it as a framework yes exactly so like you can adjust it for what you're going through at the time or for what applies to your life exactly your gender or whatever whatever you think needs tweaking you can tweak it tweak away right yes I read so many articles about the way, like criticism of this and okay. how it should be the heroine's journey and what the heroine's journey should look like and what it's what's different and like mm -hmm. looking at different pieces of media and going when it's a female going through it like mm -hmm. Dorothy from Wizard of Oz or mm -hmm. you know like how is it different than if it's a man going through it if it's a person of color going through it yep. versus a white person going through it. How is it being represented differently? Right. And I, there, I highly recommend you look into that. Okay. It could be a whole episode of it on its own. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I grabbed a quote from someone named Alice Michi Lee. Okay. And she is a, like a very famous artist and she was speaking at Comic-Con okay. and I liked what she said. So this, this that I'm going to read is like, she had a very long speech. I like squashed it down. So it's okay. not, right. I'm, it's missing parts of it. But okay. she says, the main difference between the hero and the heroine's journey is when a hero is striving to become a master, a heroine is striving for equality and normality. Nailed it. A heroine is thrust into a world gone mad. Everything has flipped and turned upside down and heroines are struggling to find their way home. They feel that they are the only sane ones. Mm -hmm. Heroes find people who want to help them. Heroines find people who are manipulators and who are looking to trick them. So Luke is taught the Jedi mind trick, right? But Glenda, the good witch, she isn't telling Dorothy the full truth and ultimately wants to use Dorothy to defeat evil. 
she also notes the different turn um, heroes take in like the myth of Persephone. Mm -hmm. So she said the endings kind of change. Persephone is deceived by Hades into becoming his queen. It ends there and she is trapped against her will with no resolution for her. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I agree with everything that she said. That right. is evident. Right. I think it's important to recognize it. When we go through all of this, I want you to kind of throw out completely if it's a man or a woman. I want right. you to throw out com when you're applying it to yourself. Right. Throw out completely skin color, like all of that, right. gender, all of that to go out the window when you're applying these steps to yourself. Yeah. However, when you're reading a book or watching a movie or watching TV, I want you to pay attention to it and see it. Right. Because that's the only way we're going to change it if we start to be like, hey, every – Every movie I see with a woman hero, I want to see her I want to see her acknowledge that she has to fight for equality. Right. But I also want to see her get to go beyond that. Exactly. You know what I mean? You so want her to get to be the master. These are important right. conversations. It's right. important to recognize. Yep. So mm -hmm. I don't want to sound like I'm dismissing it. Yep. I'm not. We have an episode that if you haven't listened to, you should. It's the Bechdel test oh, and yeah, beyond. I was about that. If this this kind of thing is really interesting to you, we talk yep. about that. We talk about the male and the female gaze. Mm -hmm. Like if you want to look into that, I highly recommend yep. you do. Go check that out. But here I just want it to be a bit more general when mm -hmm. you're applying it to your life. Um, also your brain is wired for stories. Right. The human brain is wired to relate to, take into, and learn from stories. Mm -hmm. That's why you like to listen to people talk about their story. You like to watch a movie or a book. Like or listen to a podcast. <laughs> you <laughs> like that. Like that's how your brain is wired. That's how that's how information has been passed down for millennia. Exactly. So when you're looking at applying the hero's journey to your mm -hmm. own life, there's tons of psychologists who back that applying this has incredible benefits. And don't, wouldn't you say that the heroine's journey probably most of the time is written by a man? Yeah. So like, even if it's for the heroine, yeah. it still is sort of steeped in misogyny. Always. So it makes more sense to actually put yourself, even if you're not like a cis white male. Yeah. To put yourself in that position when you're telling your own story, when you're working yourself through your own trials and tribulations, because then you have the advantage of that misogyny. Exactly. Right? Like, exactly right. But if you're, if, you're, if you're trying to go by the heroine's journey, mm -hmm. you're already seen at, like, as having a disadvantage. Yes. And so now you're fighting two journeys. The whole system. Right? And the whole system right. at the same time right. instead of going through what you're trying right. to move through. Yeah. And again, when you're applying it just to yourself, it's okay to sort of like not be blind to these things, but to sort of set them aside. Right. When you're looking at society in general, mm -hmm. that's when you want to be very aware right. of it. Right. You want to keep that yep. close. That Agreed. Okay. Now, before we go through the steps, I just want to say that sometimes you're the hero in the journey, usually when you're applying this, mm -hmm. but sometimes you're one of the allies, mm -hmm. mentor, mentors, the goddess, like we'll go through that. Yep. So I also think it's important to like, let's say you're talking to someone who's going through their own hero's journey, mm -hmm. kind of ask yourself, what am I being called to be? It's mm -hmm. a great question. Ally, mentor, like yep. what, what role am I playing in their journey here? Yep. Am I getting them home? Am I, you know, helping them get there? Like, what right. is it? Because that will help give you perspective. Yeah. You know, like yeah. we always say you should ask the question, you know, when someone's venting to you, like, do you need a solution? Do you just need to be listened to? Mm -hmm. Kind of think this same thing to yeah. yourself. Like what role do they need me to play here? Right. 
I think it's helpful. Yeah, I think so too. Okay. So there are three stages mm-hmm. with multiple steps in each stage. Right. There's the departure. Yep. The initiation and the return. Yep. Mm-hmm. The initiation is the shitty part. <laughs> right. But it's the longest part. It has the most steps. Right. And it's where all the juicy stuff happens. That's what that's the that's where the journey begins. Yeah. That's why you're on it. The real right. the real stuff. The real shit hits the fan there. Right. And you can't turn back there. Exactly. And it's hard. Yep. I think it's important to talk about how difficult up leveling and working <laughs> through stuff and expanding and changing and growing is because, you know, like we talked about in our episode last week about half truths and like mm. lucky girl syndrome. It's so often that it's sort of romanticized that like doing this work, this kind of work therapy, anything like that, that that's like this easy, fun, great yeah. drink a smoothie and like <laughs> your hair grows longer or something like, right. It, it's really not like that. No, I mean, this initiation is like, I think everyone can relate no matter what's happened to you. But like there, there comes a point where and you say this all the time where something has to change. Like, yeah. Humans are wired to just sit and suffer. Yes. Right? Like, yeah. Without disrupting too much or causing mm-hmm. too much turmoil, mm-hmm. inner or outer t- turmoil. Yep. You know, but there, there comes a point where you're like, I can't do this anymore. And then that's what sets this wheel rolling. Yes. And this whole thing to that point is a shifting in yourself right. of the forces of intuition, right. desire and fear right right like so desire and fear if you're stuck it's because your fear is has surpassed your desire right and doing this at some point we'll get there i'll tell you when we get there your desire surpasses your fear enough right that you can do it right but it isn't like people just are like you know fear is an illusion and you know ignore it and just just do the thing you want like just go for it like stop being so afraid and it's like that's not how it works, bro. No, it's not how it works. It's not at all how it works. No. You have to be really afraid and full of desire at the same time if you're ever going to make, make change. anything change. And yeah. if somebody says otherwise, they're not telling you the truth. That's I agree. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about the departure. Okay. Okay. So I want you to both think about your life. And I also want you to kind of have some stories in mind. Maybe like a favorite movie or a classic movie that you're kind of thinking of these steps. Because I think both okay. sort of help. Okay. Um, just to have a few things in mind, some like pretty obvious, um, hero journey stories are like any of the Harry Potter books, movies, Mm -hmm. Star Wars, any of those are that, um, I already mentioned the Wizard of Oz. That's a good one. Most, most every big movie that you like or book follows this. Okay. So step one, the call to adventure. (laughs) That is a very lovely way to say that your intuition starts nudging you or punches you in the face. It depends on the journey, right? Like to make a change. Right. So it's something interrupts the ordinary, like a problem, threat, opportunity, feeling, or a need. Mm -hmm. Okay. So sometimes your call to adventure is, "Mm, I think maybe I want to do a different job. Yes. And it's like, "Mm, okay. 
And other times it's like your house blew up. Like, right. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's not a choice so much. No, it just happens. Right. Right. And so then you have to make a change because things are different. Like Mm -hmm. it sometimes it's like a devastating dark night of the soul on the bathroom floor realization. And sometimes it's this little truth you're kind of dancing with. Yeah. And then you're finally coming up against. Yes. Okay. So that's step one. Okay. Two is the refusal to the call. Okay. Every single time you're going to fight the call. Mm -hmm. Don't buy into these like steps for following your intuition that don't acknowledge that your fear and your ego are going to throw a shit fit as soon as you're like, oh, let's change this. We desire something new because it's taking all the things that you do to make yourself feel safe Safe. and just removing them. Yeah. That's going to cause something. So this is (laughs) hesitation. Okay. Mm -hmm. Your comfort zone is going to be challenged. You're going to have to leave it. You're facing a fear or a limitation or you're becoming very aware that it's there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. I can't like say enough how and like highlight enough how this step is going to happen every time. And it doesn't mean to give up no. and it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. No. It means there's a lot right about you. It means yeah. your intuition and ego are just operating. Yeah. There's just a lot of like sort of internal rationalization that's happening. Like. And I, it's not that bad. I could, I got this. It's all right. Yeah. Or, also, you know, I mean, your shame stories are going to come in mm-hmm. here. What I, the example I think of often is when, and I, I see this more in women, mostly because that would, that's my main clientele when I was doing this work, mm-hmm. they would be like, I need to leave my marriage. Mm-hmm. But then their hesitation would be, but I don't want to do that to my kids. kids. Right? right. Like this is the refusal to the call. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. It's right. very natural, but it's really important to listen to your own script here. Yeah. Because like, what are you saying? Like, why? Like, I tend to be like, do I really need to disrupt everything? I tend to focus on how other people are going to be put out by me making some kind of change. Right. That tells you a lot about yourself, and mm-hmm. also it's going to be pretty consistent yeah. every time you come around. It's going to be a version of that. Right. Same you know? story. Yeah. Yep. All right, step three is supernatural aid. Mm-hmm. So a mentor mentor comes in and gives you a tool, inspiration, motivation, opportunity, etc., to become the hero. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you can think of all the movies and things where somebody comes in and it's like, right. here we go. But also you can think of your own life. Like I can think of a lot of moments where, you know, sometimes I didn't even meet them, but I found a book or I watched a speech somebody gave or like something comes in and it gives you that little click that little click that little um perception shift right to go like oh yep. i can do this right okay step four is crossing the threshold so you have decided to embark on the journey mm-hmm. or the quest now i know this is probably obvious but you're not always going somewhere it's going to sound like on all these steps <laughs> that you're going right. somewhere this is inner but yeah. it's reflected right in the outer Right? It's reflected as like an actual journey. Right. Sometimes it is. Yeah. But not always. Okay. And then um, number five, I think this is my favorite title of a step. It's belly of the whale. Oh, yeah. So you're at the point of no return and your first major obstacle is in front of you. Mm -hmm. Okay. That is departure. Yep. Okay. I think we should take a quick break. Okay. And then we're going to come back and do initiation, the real juicy part, Mm -hmm. the the tummy part, and then return. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We'll be right back after this short break. Hey y'all, it's Jamie with a little shameless self-promotion. 
we've had a lot of people reaching out asking about distal Reiki. So I wanted to let you all know that yes, you can book a session with me. If you'd like some distance Reiki, get in touch with me and we will set it up for you. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You know what goes great with podcast listening? A great cup of coffee from a great coffee shop. Yep. Beans roasted in-house, amazing baristas. You know where I'm talking about. Restoration coffee. Can we go? Yes. I need an Americano and maybe a panini too. Ooh, I need blueberry maple latte and probably a resto bowl. Yeah. Check them out and visit restoration-coffee.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's talk about what we're obsessed with this week. All right, this week. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed. Well, yeah, I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> I think it's important to talk about how we always say that there's like a change coming, right? Like the paradigm is shifting. Mm-hmm. Some people will say we're moving into like 5D or <laughs> yeah. whatever. Right, right. Right? Yeah. And we all think it's going to be, like we're always trying to convince people that it's not going to be this like poof right. of change. It's a slow burn. It's a slow burn. Yeah. And I think our society is seeing a shift of that this week in this is our society's response. I haven't told you what this is. That's why Heather's looking at me like this. I'm like, what is she going to say? <laughs> Such a buildup. Yeah. So, so Danny Masterson. Oh, yes. Right. So he was convicted. Yeah. Of two counts of forcible rape. Yeah. I'm sure you've all heard about this no matter when you're listening. It was a big deal. Yeah. So for us, we love that just because we love that for any rapist. But yes. But also because we've talked so much about Scientology mm-hmm. and like Leah Remini, yep, that whole thing. So to see anyone from the Scientology cult be held accountable for me is incredible. Yes. Right? Absolutely. But that's not the shift. Okay. The shift that, well, I mean, it is a little bit. Yeah. But the bigger shift that I'm seeing is when Ashton Kutcher yeah. and Mila Kunis came out yeah. and they wrote these letters of defense for him, for his sentencing. Mm-hmm. I think we just saw a huge, massive cultural shift mm-hmm. in in what bullshit we're allowing and that we're ready to accept. Yes. I was thinking about how one, 
like just to the first point about Scientology mm -hmm. having like a defeat in their book. Yes. He was convicted with all of Scientology backing him, yes. trying to get him out of it. Financially, connections, politically, like socially. Yeah. Lost. So that's a big deal Huge. in itself. And to get a rape charge. Yes. It, it, take Scientology out yeah. is a huge win. A hundred percent. But then I felt like the shift, the other shift that you're talking about here, it was sort of like a downshift from just worshiping celebrity because mm -hmm. they're celebrity. That's exactly it. And sort of going like, what do they stand for? Like, right. I think we can be a little bit too harsh on people like when they make a mistake. Mm -hmm. Like, I think they should be held accountable. I, I I love that. Mm -hmm. More of that, please. But I'm not sure we should just like cancel them all together. I think we should sort of be like, let's see you do better here. Mm -hmm. But with them and in this situation, even their like apology video. Oh, rotten. Yeah. It was rotten. like, and you're sort of going like, I bet this would have worked a couple years ago. Exactly. That's what I mean. Yeah. It's like, like some no, veil we're came not off. buying it anymore. We would have been like, oh, they're a celebrity. Oh, you know how the rich and the powerful are. Oh, this. Like right. socially, like as, as a society. And I, and I do think because of social media. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of faults in social media, but right. one of the advantages is that people now have a voice to be like, I call bullshit. Yes. And I, there was a wave of that where people were like, nope, this is unacceptable. Not only am I not buying this, but this is unacceptable. And this apology does not feel authentic. No. This apology feels like something your PR team is forcing right. you to do. Like just looking at their body language in oh, that video, I was sending like, you TikToks of people dissecting their body language like it's like atrocious yeah i mean yeah. and you don't have to be a body language expert mm -hmm. to notice mm -hmm. that neither of them wanted to be making that video no. neither of them felt a they never of... thought those letters were going to come to light no. they thought it was just going to go to the judge yeah. i mean there's a whole bunch of conspiracy theories about like why they even did that what did scientology have on them like you know that's for a different day that's a conversation yeah. for a different right. day but like I think think that this is one of the tangible ways that we can see yes. that that like our society is shifting. Yeah, you know, I felt that same sort of shift in how we're looking at celebrities with um, Joe Jonas and oh yeah, I can't think of her name. Um, the Game of Thrones. Yeah, I'm sorry, I know Game her name. It just like yeah. fell out of my head. Yeah. But like um, Sophie Turner. Sophie. Okay, yeah. she. Like, there was a lot of mom shaming attempted at, at her. Yep. And I don't know really anything about their relationship. I think I'm too old. But, like, <laughs> I missed that. But, like, people are like, no, no. Right. You're not painting her like that. We're not right. interested in this. And now that's a little bit more about, like, misogyny. But, right. like, it's still this celebrity thing of, like, no Joe Jonas. That's right. not the story we're listening to. Right. Like, whereas I think a few years ago we all would have just been, like, Okay, I'll buy into this yeah, exactly. narrative. Where now I just think we're a lot more aware that we're being manipulated by the media. Right, and that's also like one of the arms of capitalism. Yeah. Is it because like... See our episode on the patriarchy and capitalism. Right, like all of these things. Like they're, yeah. they're sort of cognitive subconscious shifts that are happening. Yeah. But capitalism and therefore patriarchy are, are what benefit from us like buying into all this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know? I'm excited that people are starting to go like, and myself included, like, oh, this is just a narrative. Right. Where's, where's the truth in right. this? Like, where's the real story? Like, okay, right. 
let's call them out, but let's make sure we also call out Danny Masterson. Like yes. let's, let's keep the focus on what needs to be like, let's support the victims mm -hmm. of this and right. let's call out celebrities that are not supporting the victim. Like right. let's do that kind of thing. And right. let's be really aware that everything coming at us is being angled. Exactly. To by the patriarchy, right. by capitalism right. to influence us one way or the other. Right. So it's really exciting that people are kind of like, I'm questioning this now. Exactly. I'm, I'm all for it. Same. Yeah. So if you think it, if you're, if you're sort if you're the person who's like this, the, things are never going to get better. Things are not shifting. Yeah. Everything is still trash. We all have those days. I'm with you. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, I'm with you. Yeah. But like there are these, yeah. it's not going to happen in this big, like proof of light where everything just shifts and we're living in this like tropical paradise. Yeah. Well, it is getting hotter, but yes. It's not a good paradise. No. It's a bad paradise. It's, it's global warming. But like. It's going to happen yeah. incrementally. You're going to have to look for the little wins like right. this. And, and and they're here. It's just harder to see them amongst everything else. So I want, Very true. I'm, I'm, I was psyched to see it. And these kinds of wins, the wins of people kind of waking up and like, like perception shifting are, even though they're little, they're like big when it comes to the big picture. Right. Because this is just like one case, but it's the way we're going to now view all cases coming after that as a society we're yeah. not going to take it anymore we're gonna we're going to be talking about it amongst ourselves and calling bullshit and, and not letting it fly anymore yeah i love that for us same okay let's talk about the initiation <laughs> get ready <laughs> yes you may be triggered here just a warning oh well, yeah okay so number six is the road of trials yeah the hero goes through tests ordeals, etc., to begin their transformation, lesson, and up-leveling. Now, here in this step, when you read like the Joseph Campbell book, it says that at least one failure happens here. Okay. Think about every movie you've watched or every book you've read. There's always yes. some like issue. Yeah. The hero loses for a minute. You're right. like, oh shit. Right. Yeah. This also happens to you. Of course. You are going to fail, and it's probably going to be more than one time when yeah, these yeah. things come at you. But it's not like an overall failure. Mm -hmm. It's just like, oh, at this, I didn't beat it here. No, and you're, and you're like sort of, you're just making adjustments. You're recalculating. Yeah. You're just sort of being like, oh, this this isn't working. Yeah. I, I, hopefully you don't quit. Some This is the point where some people quit. A lot of people quit here. But if you keep going, then you're like, oh, that didn't work let's let's shift this way and there's so much to be said from picking yourself up off the ground after failure or fear wins or whatever however you want to frame that and then going like what did that just teach me and what do i know now and how am i going to fight better this time right you know like you're starting to learn your opponent's tricks yep so now when you come in you're going to do better right but just give yourself a lot more grace we're not good at that as people no we really aren't. I would give other people so much more grace than I would give myself that it's really silly. Oh, it's the same. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to say, like, the, if you're not in the hole too deep, like, if yeah. you're not in the pit super deep, yeah, it's actually really great to use the, her the hero's journey yeah. to guide you because you can sort of, it's sort of, like, when, when I hear you reading it, yeah. I'm like, oh, we're going on a quest. <laughs> like, it's like, <laughs> yes. you can, like, use it to hype yourself up. Like, 
Yeah, and there's knowing that there's like a, an end. Yes. And like, oh, I'll get to here. And I like, there's going to be, feel, oh, you know. Like, oh, I'm on this quest. I'm on this. We're in the initiation. Like, you yeah. can use it to sort of shift your perspective so you're not feeling like the super victim. Right. Even in the deep, dark pit. Right. If you're in one of those right. quests, those those are rough. We mm-hmm. all hit, we all hit those. Mm-hmm. If you're going like this sucks, right? But I know I'm here, right? And I'm the next thing's going to be here, right? And I'm, let me focus on trying to call that in. Mm-hmm. Let me just get through this. It really is helpful. It is. It's sort of like looking at your whole life, like a a book, like the story that you're in. Like what chapter am I in? Like that's helpful because it takes you out of the hard present for a minute. Well, and it, exactly, and it also takes you out of like victim mode like why is this happening to me I'm, yes. I'm always stuck here i can i never get better at this like yeah everyone hates me like yes but if you're like oh no wait this is like this is right before yeah the dawn this is a moment right before the dawn it's about to turn yeah and like it's like i've been here it's okay like you know what i mean like yeah or it, you're it like oh pressure off the the uh dorothy just realized that the house fell on the wicked witch right that's where I am. Like, right. I know that sounds maybe silly, but it is so helpful. Right. So helpful. Right. Because it's when you're in the pit like that, it's so easy to, that everything is awful. And everything and no feels hope. personal. And mm-hmm. like, you can't even see that like it's happened before and you've got through it. Like, right. So knowing this is very, very helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Have a story of choice, you know, where, yeah. what's Harry Potter doing right now? Like whatever, right. what's exactly. happening in Star Wars, you know right. what I mean? What, yep. what's Luke Skywalker doing? That's going to help you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, number seven is meeting with the goddess. Mm-hmm. This is, I don't know why it's goddess. It has to do with mythology and how. Right. I mean, that tracks her a hero. Yes. Like a Greek hero, Roman, like a, you know what I mean? Absolutely. But it's basically just the allies show up. Right. So the Glenda Tin Man, the um, right. you know, the Scarecrow, yeah. the Lion have shown mm-hmm. up. Harry Potter's friends are there Hermione and Ron yes like that they're now joining the quest to help you get through right okay so this is the step where you go like oh there are other people in in struggles like mine that I could connect to that are going to help me through it or there are just people in my life who I can share this with and they're going to be an ally and support me like I'm not fighting alone yeah that's how you get out of step six Mm -hmm. you're stuck in the trials Yep. You jump to the, the allies. Yep. Okay. Very helpful. Again, ask yourself, what am I right now? Am I am I the mentor from, you know, a few steps back from supernatural aid, step three? Right. Or am I meeting with the goddess ally here? Am I helping someone really get to the next part right. of your journey? Okay. Step nine. Oh, I'm sorry. Step eight. We can't skip step eight. Step eight has the squidgiest title to me. And it's <laughs> woman as temptress. Ugh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Again, in Greek mythology, yeah, this it was representing just temptation, and it was a woman representing temptation. Now, if you ask me, the Bible really screwed up women getting blamed for temptation all the time. It wasn't really like that in the fray. Right. But if you're thinking of a cis male mm. hero, a woman was used a lot in this role. But let me tell you what it actually is, because I don't want you to miss the good stuff of this. It's like Megan Hercules, the Disney Hercules. Like Megara. Yes, yeah. yes. So the hero is tempted to abandon their quest here because something else shows up <laughs> as a distraction or something that they might want to give up. Yep. And a lot of people give up here. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, 
you're going to go back to step one again. Cause if you, if your intuition is like desiring something else and you're, you're not getting it, it's, that doesn't go away. Right. But like, think like a love interest might show up. Um, the promise of wealth or fame, like you, you're going to leave your job, but they say, well, we'll give you a raise. Like that's what this step is. And you can take the out. You can right. leave the journey now and yeah. go all the way back home. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that, no. but you're going to have to start over again at one after a little while. And it sets in that your intuition's not giving up on the desire. You really do need to leave the job. Yeah. You're going to have to right. take the raise if you need to, but you're going to end up back here. And you're going to have to do all the steps again. <laughs> That's what gets me when I'm like, oh, I don't want to go back through the steps. I don't want to repeat step six. I know. Like, and it's yeah. usually harder yeah. the more times you go through. Mm -hmm. But it happens. Yeah. I mean, think of um, even like fighting addiction. Yes. Giving into temptation. You get to start. Like, it's okay. It, yep. Start these over. things happen. Sometimes we take the, the race. Sometimes we stay in a, a spot that's not great for us. Right. But you're going to have to go back to the beginning. Right. It's sort of like in a board game when you have to, like, start. Like, you get that. Just go, like, back, go back to. Spots. Yeah, exactly. Right, exactly. That's what this is. <laughs> okay. Step nine is called Atonement with the Father. Okay. Again, there is misogyny in this title. Again, these titles were applying to mythology. Does yeah. it make it okay? I'm just yeah, yeah. just the commentary to keep in your mind. Yeah. But this is the major turning point. This is the most exciting part of the movie. Yep. It's also the part in your life where you, you start to be like, okay, <laughs> things are getting better. Yeah. <laughs> so the hero confronts the reason for the journey. Their fears, desires, limitations, the things that have power over them, all are right there and everything has led to this moment. Yep. Okay, we're like building. The yeah. scene in the movie is when you're like, like on the, the edge of your of seat. Story, right? Yes. Okay. Step 10 is the apothesis. So as a result of the atonement, you up level. Yeah. So you won. Right. You did it. Yeah. Okay. You got the new job. Like whatever the thing is. Okay. You got the relationship. Yes. Right. So the hero now up levels, gains a new skill, ability, purpose, etc. Mm -hmm. You just expanded. Welcome to your expansion. Yeah. Okay. Number 11 is the ultimate boon. That's the name of it. Weird yeah. title. Sounds very 1940s to me. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. The hero <laughs> achieves their goal that they set out to accomplish. Fulfillment of the call that inspired the journey happens here. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yay. You win. But the movie's not over. No, it's not. Okay. That's the end of the initiation. The right. end of the initiation is the high. Right. Right? Like, yeah. this is the victory celebration mm -hmm. in whatever you're applying this to and your life. Like right. you just, you just want, you just did it. Right. You're celebrating. You're calling people on the phone. Like right. I'm amazing. Yep. Okay. Now we have the return. Mm -hmm. The return is the part that a lot of people don't even like write into their own story. They don't apply to their own story. Right. And it's really important because the return is very bumpy. Mm -hmm. Okay. So number step 12 is the refusal of the return. Okay. So reluctant to return to prior life after victory. Gotcha. When you up level, mm -hmm. everything else is out of alignment in your life. Right. This is not talked about enough. <laughs> no, we okay. talk about it. We do, but it's just in general. Right. When you, you gain a new skill, you learn a new thing, like you start loving yourself a little bit more, being kinder to yourself, you start unmasking, you start having good boundaries. Mm -hmm. You're out yeah. of alignment energetically with everything. Right. Because you were operating a step down before and now you just clicked up another step and everything is all swirly right. and you don't right. want to go back 
and like face the everyday life as this new version of yourself because you know you're going to have to face some hard things because there were things put in your life that that older version of you were comfortable with that you're now not. Your whole life was built around that old version of yourself. Yes. So now everything has to, everything around you has to up level. Yes. To so match that. I remember after having my second child, Riley, shout out. Okay. It was like, I don't know, almost a year out. And I had this moment where I looked at all of my clothes and all of my shoes and all of the decorations in my house. And I was like, I hate all of this. Really? It was just, it was literally a moment of like, none of this is me anymore. Wow. That's, that's interesting. It wasn't necessarily good. I wasn't in a great headspace. When this right. Was like, do you know right, what I mean? Right. But it was like, I want to burn it all and start over. <laughs> and it's, I just want to say like, that's normal. very normal it and is. okay. Right. Yes. Okay. Now, step 13 is the magic flight. So you must now escape with the object of your quest from those who want to take it. Gotcha. Okay. So if we're applying this to our lives, mm -hmm. this is the part where you get a little heartbroken. Yep. Because there are people in your life that are not going to support the new version of you. So if you think they're describing this quest like you went and found like a magic object, like you were Indiana Jones and you're mm. trying to get it back. Yeah. But what really happened is that you gained some kind of new power in yourself. Right. Right. And so when you come back a more powerful version of yourself, there are going to be people who not only have trouble dealing with it, but now you're the enemy. They want to take that power from you. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there are people in your life who like you quieter and weaker and with less boundaries and less opinions. Yeah. <laughs> less self-esteem. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're, it's a lot easier for them to benefit from you like that. Yeah. I mean, it's a great way to see whose love for you is very conditional. Hmm. Right. And yeah. that doesn't mean that someone's necessarily a bad person. It's just maybe they're not, they haven't done enough work on themselves to right. have the awareness of that, that right. they're sort of using you to make themselves feel a certain way. And so when you disrupt that by growing, right, people are going to feel differently about you. Yeah. That's when you hear people be like, you've changed. Yes. Yeah. You're damn right. I have. There's also the people that don't clap when you win and you look around and it's quieter. Pay attention. It's quiet, right? Like <laughs> yeah. the, the people who are like not happy with the new version of yourself tend to be loud. Yeah. But when you just had a victory and you look around. It's like deafening. Yeah. And you're like, those people are clapping, but these people are just standing there. Mm -hmm. That tells you something. It sure does. I'm going to say you have to cut everyone out, but you just well keep score. Yeah. Maybe cut them out. Maybe. <laughs> you might need to. Also. Sometimes people take a little bit of time to adjust. Well, you got to give them that. Yeah, true. It might also just change who you clap for. Ooh, I like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't necessarily have to cut everybody out anymore. That would have been my approach a while ago. Yeah. But now it's just like, oh, I don't have to cut you out, but I also don't have to clap for you either. You can go like, down in the boundary levels. Right. Right? Like, maybe you just got yeah. knocked down to level three from level two. We right. have an episode on this. I don't know what I'm talking one. about with the levels. But, like... Now I understand that like your how much you care about my emotional well being mm -hmm. isn't as much as I thought, right? Or so it's I'm, less now. Right, so I'm so going to match you're going to get less of my energy, right? Yeah, I think I think it's good to know. So that's that's that step four. That's a tough realization though. Like when you just feel like you got a big win and you're like, oh, 
yeah. now all this work. Or people who are just mad that you succeeded. Yeah. I mean, I see that on social media all the time. Mm. You know, people are could be a celebrity and people are just like, oh. Right. I think of Meghan Markle all the time. I'm like, she's smarter and prettier than everybody. And so everyone hates her. So like yeah. she actually put a boundary up and was like, peace out. Bitches. Exactly. And so people don't like that about her. Yeah. But it's like you just don't like her because she like she was the hero in her journey and she got out. Exactly. That's yeah. And you don't and you don't know if you you subconsciously don't know if you'd have the power to do it yourself. It, well, subconsciously, you know, you maybe don't at the moment. Right. So you're taking it out on her. Right. Yeah. Projection. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Step 14 is rescue from without. This mm -hmm. is when another ally shows up. Mm -hmm. Kind of mirrors the one before. It's It can be the same person, but typically it's a new person, mm -hmm. at least in a movie or a book. Right. And they help you get home. Yep. So they help you realign right. with everything. Okay. This is literally like Dorothy getting home. Getting back to Oz. Yeah, she's right. clicking the ruby slippers. Was it the wizard who told her to? I don't it's remember. Glenda. Glenda, okay. And she gets, yeah. that's that, right. okay? Um, it's important to know that you can seek this person out because this is also a great time to talk to a therapist when everything yeah. is on. Because you, you kind of are like, well, I, but I want, I got the thing. No. But no. you still need help realigning to everything. Yes. You know? Yes. People don't support themselves here, and it's no. just important to. Yep. Okay, 15 is crossing a return threshold. Okay. So the hero has made it home successfully. Yeah. So you're back, you're realigning. It's not like a snap into place moment where, oh, everything is just aligned. Right. But you're actively able to start aligning yourself. Mm -hmm. Number 16, I really like the title of this one. Mm -hmm. Master of Two Worlds. Ooh, Okay. I love that one. So you find balance between who you were before and who you are now. Mm-hmm. That's important that because you can't also just be like, well, I'm not that person anymore and like dismiss them. Right. You have to sort of find the balance of that was me before and this is me now and how do I exist and like operate. Right. Okay. I love that. And, I know. And then the last one, number 17, is freedom to live. So this is where we leave our hero at peace with their life. Happily ever after. End of movie. Until the cycle starts again. Dorothy's home with her family. Or the sequel comes out. <laughs> <laughs> and we start at number one. Yeah. I mean, that's the Harry Potter series, right? Like, yeah. it's just the same cycle, but further down the line, yeah. like further along in the adventure. Yeah. And you know? that's that's what happens in real life. Yeah. You don't just have one hero journey. No. Sadly. No, and sometimes you have really big ones, like really yeah. deep, dark, painful ones, and sometimes they're smaller. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I also like the Harry Potter example because Harry starts in the same place in the first book that he mm. finishes. Yes. Right? Like right. with the, is it aunt and uncle? Yes. Okay. Who are taking care of, right? But now he knows the real story. He knows who he really is. So yes. he's back in that space. Right. But he's he's a different he's version a of himself. Right. Yeah. But he still has to go back to that life. Yep. Right? Yep. And that is what this is like. Right, and that changes his whole perspective. Right, just because you go to a seminar and have like mind-blowing moments and like decide to shift stuff in your life doesn't mm -hmm. mean when you come home, it's instead of like a cottage, it's a mansion. Right. Right. You're just going to continue to do more work and right. other things and apply and the stuff. Well, you go to that life-changing seminar, then you have to go back to your regular life yeah. and then like apply that stuff everywhere. Yeah. That's the hard part. You know the part, this is, this is probably sounds silly. Mm. But I think you'll relate to it. The part that is hardest for me at first in this like realignment space is like seeing that the gap between 
muggleness, muggly people and myself yes. is bigger. Widens every time. And it may, as somebody who is a rejection person who feels like the weirdo, <laughs> it makes me feel like more of the weirdo. Right. So yeah. I just think it's important to acknowledge that there are parts of the victory that are also very bumpy. They're hard, yeah. I, I don't love that part. No. Because sometimes you're looking at people and you're like, what do I talk to you about? Like, because I want to talk about this big, expansive Same. way that I see the world now. Right. But like... I agree. Oh, it's, it it makes it hard to relate sometimes. Yeah, and it can just feel like re-entry is a little bit yeah. tough. Like, you, you end up settling in. But mm -hmm. sometimes I think, like, people don't want to hear you tell the story again about it. You know, like, right. but the right allies do. Yeah, some people just really do want to talk about the weather. Yeah, I mean, climate Not change you. is real. I don't <laughs> want to talk about the weather. I'll talk about climate change. Yes. And, like, you know, help help you, like, make sure you're prepared for any storms coming. But I don't. You sure will. I, I don't. I'll try to find a way to turn you talking about the weather into a way to figure out who you are and to then, like, change the question into something better and all of a sudden you're talking about your deepest fear and you're like how did I get here because I was talking about the rain that's how exactly. I operate exactly. and then people are like she's weird and I'm like I am weird <laughs> but I also think it's weird to want to talk about the weather the weather right. or the same thing all the time right. or just like what a celebrity wore mm. for more than a couple of seconds right and if you're bashing it I'm probably not interested no I'm not either no yeah so that's the hero's journey, Jay. That's a good one. I say Google it and have it like a little printout, even if it's just the titles. Or just go to Google image, search it, and then save it to your camera yes. roll on your phone. You can see it as so a circle. you can circle. pull it up and be like, oh, here I am. <laughs> Look where you are. Think about things you've already gone through and yep. think about... How you got through this, this yeah, circle. Yeah, oh, this right. was this step and this was that step. And right. then where are you in one currently? Right. Maybe you're not exactly sure. Sometimes no. when you're in it, it's hard. But yeah. you can probably tell if you're in departure, initiation, or return. Definitely. So you can sort of narrow it down. Mm -hmm. But look at what the next step would be and start to try to call that in. It yeah. really does help. I agree. You're probably stuck because you're blocking an ally. I see that all the time. So <laughs> open that up. All right. I think we need coffee and we can discuss where we currently are in our hero's journey. Okay. Okay. Hey, everyone. Heather and I have an ask for you. If you love this episode or if you love the IGG, can you do us a favor? We need you to go on to whatever platform you listen on and download, subscribe, like, love, whatever it's asking you to do. Can you go do those things for us on the platforms that you listen on? It would mean so much to us. Thanks for listening to our episode. For a way to get in touch with us, please visit our website, intuitivegirlsguide.com. We love hearing your feedback on our episodes.